A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Okay. We're ready to go? Yeah. Okay, and as soon as we're ready to go, my dogs bark. They know when to call action. <laughs> Hi, Shelby. Welcome back to another episode of Swiftish Podcast. Hello. I know. Oh. We made it. We made it. <laughs> Everybody made it. It's been quite a week. And not I like know. personally for me. Like not no, talking no, about no. anything like that, yeah. but like someone Taylor. delivered. Taylor's some, been living. Yeah. Yeah, she came back from the dead because she was quiet. She was quiet. Oh, my gosh. As loud as them. She came back as loud as the dogs. She was quiet. She had no reason to really come. Twitter. You know, you saw a lot of chapters coming out from Taylor Nation. (laughs) Did you – where were you when you heard the the news of Taylor's tweets and the LA Times article? Yeah, so I had seen the – LA Times quote of Damon's. Uh, On Twitter? Yeah. I'd seen it pulled and highlighted by a couple different people I follow, both on my personal and on on Swiftish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, that's a stupid thing for a grown man to say, but like, yeah. whatever. Don't know him. He was like, I haven't saved here. He said, um, uh, uh, well, a couple of things. He, at some point, he was talking about songwriting. He's like, oh, Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs. And the the uh, interviewer pushed back and was like, of course she does. Uh, co-writes some, but she writes. And he says, that doesn't count. I know what co-writing is. Co-writing is very different to writing. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a songwriter and a songwriter who co-writes. doesn't mean the outcome can't be really great. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm more, I really interesting songwriters, Billie Eilish and her brother. Mm. Those are co-writers mm. just for yes. the record. <laughs> yes. But I'm more attracted. Yeah. I'm more attracted to her, to the, to that than to Taylor Swift. Less endlessly upbeat, way more minor and odd. I think Billie Eilish is exceptional. And so it was watered down to this like LA times happily yes. retweeted this clickbaity headline. That's like, Oh, Taylor Swift. Billie Eilish, I think she's exceptional. Taylor Swift, she doesn't write her own songs. Okay, so did you read the whole article? No, I mean okay. I read I read the chunk around that, so okay. more than just the two hundred characters Twitter allows, but I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah, so it was an interesting. It's an interesting article to the point that like they were talking to him about how he is now performing solo. He is the like who is Taylor? Who is Damon? Albard anyway, ill. Like who is that? Who is he? <laughs> um, and so I went to Wikipedia so because Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so basically he is a frontman and the lyricist for the rock band Blur. And he is the co-founder, lead vocalist, songwriter for Gorillas. Everyone knows <laughs> yeah. like the virtual band Gorillas. Um, well maybe not every maybe our generation well, does, but <laughs> I don't know their songs, but if I saw Gorillas, I'd be like, oh, right, right. I'm familiar with the name. Feel good. Shake it, shake it. It was on a karaoke <laughs> game that we had growing up. So that's how I know them. Okay. See, and like, I just know the art and I had like a lot of friends <laughs> who were like a little bit more like emo-ish in high school. So they liked <laughs> Gorilla. It's like a virtual band. Like, yeah. It, anyways, uh, if you guys want to look it up, look it up. But he was basically being in a, uh, being interviewed about his most, sol- most recent solo album and he's performing at, oh my gosh. 
that's Yoshi there. So basically <laughs> he was, you know, he was in this article is doing a performing his new solo album at Walt Disney concert hall. And, you know, he's going to be performing some other stuff too. So the, the interviewer was like, okay, like, is it how is it performing solo he's like well it's more exposed because you know with the band you know people are gonna be really um he's like you know everyone you do great when performing in a band but when you're performing solo you find out if people really like your old songs that you wrote you wrote because of the sound and attitude or because of the actual like songwriting behind it Mm -hmm. and then he was like he basically said that the modern artist musicians really couldn't handle it they really focus on the the song the attitude and that's when the interviewer jumped in and was like oh do you think musicians today rely on it he said absolutely he's like name me someone who doesn't and then this is an interesting thing and i i wonder like how they edit it because i'm sure we weren't given the full context of everything because the interviewer just says taylor swift you know, she's probably not your cup of tea, but she's an excellent songwriter. And that's when he was like, she doesn't write her own songs. And then saying how it didn't count. Just the authority he said yes. it with. Yes. And so uh. and like, part of me is kind of like, why did the interviewer specifically pull out Taylor Swift? Is it because he knew that she he was going to say something that would be clickbait? And this doesn't excuse what he says or what he did. But he is also in the past and problematic. One time he described Adele as very insecure and called um, 25 middle of the road. Like, you know, he's he's pretty much like the a gorilla's douche. front man. He like, yeah, who yes. worked with Adele. What? He worked with Adele, too. OK, so that's, that. see, that's even that's even like weirder. Like, it's just yeah. like he's known to just say, like, just things just like douchebag, like chauvinistic thing so I, I part of me kind of thinks like this interviewer must have gone in there like specifically trying to make drama i mean it doesn't excuse <laughs> what he said but it, it and he's you know damon apologized he called it well i mean well let's break that down because i feel like the question was name someone who does that and i think taylor swift is an obvious answer because taylor swift has been able to pivot through different you know mm. genre focused performances and maintain an audience so I think I can see a world where this interviewer is like oh well Taylor Swift does it because she Mm -hmm. isn't like she isn't like Beyonce putting on a huge show like obviously Mm -hmm. she has these world tours but more often than not she she can put out an audacious look what you made me do music video but then turn around and do a acoustic lover uh performance at the Mm -hmm. Grammys and so I don't think it's like you don't think he like? I don't think, it, and I think the author is a known Swifty. Like he's been. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I think it's logical to me that Swift Taylor Swift would come to mind in a question like that. Okay, I More was like, this like, is. It was just a weird pivot in the art in the interview, and then, and then the way they like tweeted it out, like he got gold. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he, Once you know they he, got that on yeah. tape, it's like, oh, like, it's I over for gold. them. Yeah. But it's also like, it's just a stupid thing. Like that question didn't have to be anything that, and he, and the audacity of Damon to be like, tell me someone who does mm -hmm, it. Like mm -hmm. I have had two successful bands that everyone still loves and talks about. So I am the genius of the music world and I shall prove my point right now. Give me a name. And I'm going to prove my point by saying Billie Eilish is awesome with her brother. And it's like, (laughs) but Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish writes her own songs. She does. Billie Eilish. 
Eilish also co-writes with Phineas. And so <laughs> yeah. that's what I am I, – I, as soon as I read that, I was like, wait, he's contradicting everything he is saying. Mm-hmm. Like if, if that, that's his – his guard or his uh, what's it called his rubrics on what writing is billy eilish doesn't write her own <laughs> songs it doesn't count like yeah, it's just he's an idiot. He, maybe he doesn't like taylor swift's music which is fine like maybe he like he says he likes the darker more weirder stuff that billy puts out that's fine but this is not discredit her co- her co-writing yeah. her writing abilities <laughs> and once they tweeted that out you know we had a lot of people come to taylor swift's res- rescue not only swifties but you know we had jack antonoff we had some other other people and not only did we have like people come to her her own defense taylor swift came to her her defense too you know she was kind of quiet on twitter and then she tweeted at damon and she was like i was such a fan of yours until i saw this i write all of my own songs your hot take is completely false and so damaging you don't have to like my songs but it's really fucked up mm. to try and discredit my writing wow and then she followed up with a p.s i wrote this tweet all by myself myself in case you're wondering oh uh, yes i love that petty and every yeah that was perfect and it was just kind of like a woo taylor like taking it like by the hand like i i i like i love that she tweeted i don't think it was you know sometimes People tweet, she's tweeted in the past when you're like, oh, maybe you should have <laughs> sat down and thought about this. But this was like coming out hot. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it speaks to uh, an irritant that's been in her career since she began. And something that she has fought over and over to be taken seriously for. Which is why we're here doing a song from Speak Now, which was to prove to the haters that she does write her own stuff. And so she decided to write an entire album by herself. And and I just think, you know, she's with 1989, she tried to do the uh, voice memo. She did the entire Grammy Museum performance where she talks about song writing. Um, every era since then, she has made a point to be like, remember, I'm a songwriter first. And not only that, but every single person she's worked with from producer to co-writer to whatever you want to define Liz Rose as, they have said time and again that she Mm -hmm. is a talented writer, that she is one of the best they've worked with, that she proves herself as a songwriter. And so, yeah, the, the virality of this sort of tweet from somebody who, who isn't necessarily relevant in the same circles Taylor Swift is relevant in is frustrating but it's also like of course she can come out and be like <laughs> yeah guys i'm sick of this like i've tried every nice way possible and respectful and like thoughtful way to prove that i write my songs but i'm like sick of you just like getting to trample my name out for clicks right now like just stop yep i might not be your cup of tea but like just stop trying to stop. discredit me yeah and then damon you know because he wasn't thinking what he was saying and he also was just kind of a douche and wants to, to, you know, you know, go and kind of like clean up. He tweeted back and was like, I totally agree with you. I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize <laughs> unreservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. And I'm like, Oh, I would really want to know. I'd really want to do like, they obviously recorded it. I'd like to hear the whole recording of that interview. Yeah. Well, even even if there was a piece where he's like, oh, actually, you know what? Maybe I mean, she does more than I know. It. Then it's like you were this is a direct quote. This isn't mm-hmm. this isn't twisted. This isn't a this isn't a interviewer's 
you know, twist on your words. It's a direct quote. quote. Yeah. It's yeah. set up as a direct quote. It's proven by fact checkers at the LA Times that this is a direct quote. So, yeah. so to then to pivot and, and instead of saying like, oh, I'm, I, I misunderstood the work you did and I'm sorry for that. To yeah. be like, oh, no, 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 no. I never said that. That was just someone else's mm-hmm. bad. I didn't, I take no responsibility for what was said and what hurt you and like what yeah. I, I caused here. It's like, oh, it's absolutely not an apology. It's, no. it's gaslighting to try and get himself yeah. out of the, out of the ire of, you know, Swifties everywhere. But, but it's just like, I get heated up about this because I, it's just a trend, right? Is the dismissiveness with which we view women that we deem to whatever we as a society have decided is annoying at this time. And so to compare like Billie Eilish's hard, like cutting truth to Taylor's up endlessly upbeat music is just like ignorance at its finest. That's masquerading as a valid opinion when really it's just a personal taste. And, and you can't pretend that someone Upless, endlessly upbeat isn't writing her own songs just because you don't like her songs and to then <laughs> to take someone you don't know you don't have a relationship with and to speak with, with such authority about what they are contributing to their work is just like oh I just I can't but, stand men but Shelby he is a 53 year old <laughs> white man who's been in the industry much longer uh, yeah, than she has yeah. so like <laughs> It is his right to tell us and to tell her that she's not because he doesn't like her songs. Yeah. She's not a songwriter, but Billie Eilish is. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And to your point, like most people came out, almost every single person she worked with came out, including her beloved Aaron Dessner, Jack Antonoff, Mm -hmm. Nathan Chapman. They've all said, they all came out and were like, well, this is pretty dumb to say because she's actually the best. And and I think Liz Rose even recently had an event where she again reiterated that Taylor did all the writing. She would just come in as sort of an editor. Yes. And that's like the true story of All Too Well. She's like, I didn't add a single word to that song. All I did was try and parse it down and help like organize the thoughts into it. And Taylor Swift has been like, has been a writer since day one. Like since she was younger, like that's like she, I don't think she came out when she was like, oh, I want to be, I want to be a singer. Like she was writing her own poems or her own books. Like she, like that's what she loved to do when she was younger. And so just to see that evolve into a songwriter, singer, it's just kind of sad to have like a white male be like, hey, you are not, you know, this is, we're, we're visiting 2010 all over again. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. don't write your own songs, you know, and then yeah. it's just, it's, it's ridiculous because looking back, you had mentioned speak now, looking back when she had originally released speak now, she had just told people like, Oh, I was so busy on tour. I didn't have any songwriters with me. So I just wrote my own songs. Mm. Like the way she was, she was, uh, She's a nice being, girl. She was being polite. Yeah, she was being so polite then being like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have time. I didn't Poor have little time. me. I just had to put this together by myself. Yes, and I and I didn't realize that that's how she had marketed it then back back then. Like, because most recently she has said that, you know, she had um, several upheavals in her career. When she was 18, they were like, she doesn't write these songs. So my third album I wrote by myself as a reaction to that. And it's like, I wonder how we would have taken it, how the media, the public would have taken it when what she was 20 years old, when she released speak now, 
if that's how she would have released it. If she would yeah. like, because we, we got mean, we got mean on it, which was definitely her clapping back at someone who said she, her career was dwindling and she couldn't sing. She had no talent. We got that week and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder how like, 2010 America, 2010 world would have been like, ooh, this 20 year old is like coming back. Yeah. Like, it's it's interesting because like throughout her career, she's written solo. She's written all of her stuff solo. She's written 54 of 54 songs, and a lot of them are speak now. But you have so many from like Red, so many from Lover. You have so many just compiled together that it's just like like yeah. 54 songs like I haven't even written one song like <laughs> yeah. I haven't co-written anything in my yeah. life well so. and like and for the most part like 54 well-loved and yes. long-lasting songs oh yes of they're course. not even like the worst of her catalog they're some no. of her best and it's exactly. like exactly how many songs and I don't like the comparison game but how many songs has Damon written solely uh, you know I like what it up. like yeah it's just like who is he the audacity, the sheer, just blind confidence that men speak with at some point. I just will never yeah. understand. But, but like to your point, like it's 2010 all over again. You know, when Red TV came out, we decided we had to revisit the Red criticism where everyone's like, well, she does is write about her boyfriend. But she writes him. And now, now it's like, oh, can Taylor's not even write? And the, the like blue check marked. <sighs> like anti-Taylor division that came out when this tweet went viral and this it, it, yeah. like there were a couple of these like famous you know Twitter journalists who are like very much not fans of Taylor which again I don't care if you don't like Taylor but they're trotting out these like <sighs> she, she just gets so sad when people don't like her music oh why did she just react this way and attack the journalist and journalism just because someone doesn't like her stuff and it's like it's it's like no that's just that's just it's not it's not them attacking that they don't like her stuff it's attacking her talent and her you know that she does write and she does have like she is successful so it's just it's frustrating because like hey you know, I yeah. I didn't like. Um, I can't even think of the song um, right now. I like. I don't like every one of her songs. Mm, She's not yeah. going to attack me for not liking one of her vaulted <laughs> well, songs. We don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> LA yeah. Times retweets your feelings on a very <laughs> message in a bottle, and she might come at you. They do. And so you know, it's just kind of like she understands people's different music tastes, but you can't yeah. discredit what she's doing in her career. Yeah, like this idea of, oh, is it so damaging or did it just hurt your feelings? It's like, it's like, oh, people are dying. You need to calm down. Like, this isn't her saying this is the biggest issue in society right yeah. now. It's her reacting to someone discrediting her work as a woman, mm-hmm. as a creator, and her responding as the person being called out, which is and her right happened. as a person on the internet. <laughs> and it's not like it's only happened once, though. That's the yeah. frustrating thing. Like, say it happens once, she's like whatever they don't know anything it's happened time and time and time and time and time over and over again that is the most yeah. frustrating part it's like what does she have to do to prove to people she writes what does yeah. she have to do well all the men who work with her have to trot out their little experiences and reassure the men around them that actually taylor swift is a but very that, good worker that doesn't even work they're like <laughs> oh how much is she paying them? i don't know it's, it's frustrating yeah. And so, yeah, I saw this whole thread that was like, sure, you guys want to cite speak now as like proof that she's a good writer, but that's actually the worst album she's made. Um, And like the worst, cause like, I don't know the statistically or the cells or whatever, but it's like, 
well okay like let's analyze how all too well did because she solo wrote that according to liz rose who got a co-write credit because there's not a such thing as like an editor you know on the music list yeah and i think it's like this nitpicking where we're like oh well maybe she wrote this song but actually her best songs were written by max martin and shellback and like Mm -hmm they write songs so you have to trust that they wrote this one even though they themselves said that actually taylor came and even though we have video proof of her being like hey guys i have this idea for i did something bad an instrument doesn't exist so let me just like make it with my voice right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah see and you know i know maybe like i like now. lots of people like now. it was yeah. like you know mean particularly got her two grammys whereas mm-hmm. she didn't get a single grammy on rep and everybody loved rep so it's just kind of like you I I could speak to speak now saying I think it was a very successful maybe people didn't like it you know I I perceived it as being very very successful and people can just you know like listen to what they want to listen to but people are just mean and I think that this is just like kind of a perfect well it's like a perfect storm because there are rumors that Speak Now is going to be the next one. You know, There's yeah. also rumors 1989. But, like, if we go down to Speak Now, it's kind of like, wow, this is, like, kismet. Because we have <laughs> yeah. another person, like, discarding her talent and what she can do. And then yeah. Speak Now is where she was kind of like, hey, here you go. Here is, like, <laughs> I wrote this by myself. And then she also has Mean, which, like, specifically calls out, like, one one critic who is just, like, <laughs> so mean to her. And she wrote everything by herself. And it's just... I don't know. I can't. I'm just. I'm just annoyed. But if she yeah. doesn't really speak now, then it's gonna be like, oh, perfect timing. Like, <laughs> sadly enough, perfect timing. I know she just got in the studio the day after. She's like, guys, we're doing it. Like, yeah. let's whip this out yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, yeah. She also released the uh, Lover merch, which people thought was meant to reignite the lover era and potentially reignite the lover tour. Yes, there have been rumors of, well, not really rumors, rumors, not from anything like, not from a legitimate source of a tour um, from like people who I trust. But <laughs> do you know who, who, do you know who Dumois is? Yeah. Dumois yeah. It's like, she, I, this person like though I don't know if it's a boy or a girl I don't listen to their, their podcast but they have an account tons of following like people will like submit stuff like oh this isn't is a it rumor. sort of like an anonymous like a- yeah it's like Gossip Girl but they have a they have a podcast like oh. I think they know who runs Dumois but what's anonymous is the people who are sending mm. in all of the stuff mm. um so like what someone put in saying something about like today which is Friday that. Um, you know, now there's rumors going on that she's going to be releasing tour dates today. And then next week there's going to be tour tickets, which I don't know. And then a lot of people are like, because of the lover merch thinking maybe like a tour is going to come back out, but I'm like, well, Valentine's day is like in two weeks. So take that as you will. <laughs> um, just another way. Like she's always going to be capitalizing on lover for like the rest of her life because it's Valentine's day. Yeah. Um, but what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts about her even regardless of Dumois, which if you, I can post anything, I can submit something anonymous, like, and just make something up. And if it's like, if it's, you know, clicky and people are going to be like talking about it, they'll post it, you know, like, yeah. cause everyone says this person's like, they're unconfirmed. Like they do not stand by everything. There's like, Oh, this is an interesting tidbit. I'll post it on my story. I'll talk about it. On, well, and they on didn't say Taylor Swift will be announcing tour. Didn't they just say like a big star will be well, announcing tour? 
two things. They sent an A plus um, superstar is going to be announcing a tour. And then they said another one was saying that um, if Taylor, another separate one, if Taylor announces tour dates soon, which they think that they would, if like June 6, 2022 was on her date, I don't know what date, but Gastonbury is one, is like in June. And so they're like, that that's her tour. So people like are still talking about mm. that and elaborating mm. on that. So two posts we're talking about. Yeah, about I think if Taylor you Swift like in a, an A-list by her Beyonce might be coming and doing right. a tour. So it's just know. like tough to picture her wanting to plan something with like this COVID variant still. And her mom. Reaming. Yeah. yeah. And just like, but I know she's also like eager to perform and she's done like four albums now. Yeah. But then you have like, like Adele, for instance, Adele, like yeah. we don't know necessarily the full story. There's rumors that like her boyfriend is like, she's having drama with her boyfriend, but Adele was supposed to be doing like starting the 26th or 28th mm-hmm. of January was supposed to be mm-hmm. doing concerts and she had to stop. And like people had already flown out to Vegas mm-hmm. for her concerts. And she, had, she like posted this story being like, I can't do it. You know how, most of my team is sick with COVID and like, it's not what I want it to be. So I just feel like everything's still so up in the air and you have all these like Taylor Swift dance parties going on right now. Like you probably have seen them and people are getting sick with like COVID from going to these dance parties. And I'm sure the last thing Taylor Swift wants is, Oh, super spreader. (laughs) Super spreader. Like, you know, she has this big concert and then there's, so it's going to be interesting and when she's going to be doing a tour. Because yeah, I, I don't see like at the beginning of the year, like in December or November, I was like, oh, I can see it. I can see it because it was so far out. Like it'd be like an end of 22, 23 tour. I was like, I can see that. But now I just can't. I know. It's a sad life. Sad world. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I guess I could see a version where she's like, well, let's risk it and try again. But I don't know. It, it seems hard. And especially with like venues booking up again, it's like, how does she find space for this year? Yeah. This late in the game. And I think Harry Styles, it might've been Harry Styles. He had to cancel some of his European tour dates mm. because of COVID. Like it's until so like, I know people are eager, eager. She's eager to get out there, but you know, the venues like, ah, oh, and I'm sure she lost a lot of money on lover too. Just those mm-hmm. like six, seven, eight, nine dates that she had out there. Do I want to go yeah. to Taylor's concert? Yes. Do I want to get sick? No. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah. when is this going to be over? <laughs> I, know. I know. The struggle is real. I know. Uh, I everyone know. get vaccinated if you can. Yeah. Um, but we are here to take it back to speak now, which I'm we excited are. about. Yes. Um, it, it was a great idea on your behalf because I was like, <laughs> I only have like one or two more episodes in me. I was like, oh, do you want to do like, you know, we have two more vaulted songs to do. And you're like, well, what about? mean and I was like oh my gosh like how come I didn't think about that <laughs> yeah I mean we when we started our podcast we would throw in like random oldies because we were still waiting for reputation to come out and I think it's sort of fun to kind of revisit some of her bigger hits and obviously fun that this ties into the what news. happened this week <laughs> um but mean uh this is from speak now it was produced by Nathan Chapman written alone and it was a big song for Taylor. It, it's a big yeah. song still. I think it it's like one of those ones. It's Rob's favorite Taylor Swift song. Oh, really? Really? That's interesting. Well, I, I actually, nowadays, he's really obsessed with I Wish You Would from 1989. I love that. Great song. But I, I think Mean, I'm pretty sure it's Mean. 
is one of his favorites. I like that. I, I would have never thought that would be one of his favorites. And not, not nothing bad, but no, yeah, it's totally random to me too. That. I love that. And I, <laughs> yeah. I love me. And I remember being when it came out. Like I, I was probably like early twenties, and this one girl was being a little like. <laughs> diva and I'm like, mean. <laughs> I, yeah. I was just like blast it because it was so perfect it was such a perfect song in my situation yes oh. I mean it's like it was it debuted at 11 on Billboard's top 100 it went on to win the Grammy for best yep. country song and best country solo performance yep. uh, she performed it at the ACMs she it was featured on Glee like it, I think Rolling Stones ranked it as like the 24th of 100 greatest country songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's considered by Nathan Chapman to be the most country song they've ever done together. Uh, lots of banjo, lots of fiddle, lots of hand claps, layers mm-hmm. and layers of Taylor Swift singing. The very bluegrassy. Very country. <laughs> like literally yeah. like a banjo like back in the day. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's one of those songs that isn't about a boyfriend. So no, it's not. It's about It's about a man. It's about a guy who commented on her talent and said she couldn't sing after her 2010 performance with Stevie Nicks. He said she couldn't sing and the performance shortened her career. And I'm kind of like, well, I don't know your name. I don't remember your (laughs) name. I didn't even write it down. It's it's Bob Leffitz. Bob Leffitz. But it's 2022 and Taylor, what? How many albums and how many Grammys and how many fans and how much money is she making? (laughs) It. It shortened her career. So when she stops, <laughs> when she officially star- stops, I'm going to be like, okay, so Taylor, she stopped doing music in 2050. Oh, but she could have gone on to 2051 if it wasn't <laughs> for this one Stevie Nicks performance. Well, it was a pretty funny story. I mean, uh, admittedly, it wasn't a great performance. Yes. Which um, everyone has. Everyone yeah, has yeah. those like performances <laughs> where you're like, oh, like Lady Gaga has them. You know, you have like, there's so much. Ashley's like, I have the receipts, okay? Taylor apologist. Yeah. Ashley Simpson has them. The little... <laughs> That's enough. You know, it's like people are human. Let them be human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she did like a trio performance with uh, Stevie Nicks and um, and it wasn't great. But I think the uh, the critique that Bob Leffitt sent out afterwards yeah. is pretty, <laughs> pretty cruel. <laughs> um, he says, now everybody knows that Taylor Swift can't sing. Is that what they'll remember? Did Taylor Swift kill her career overnight? I'll, I'll argue she did. In one fell swoop, Taylor Swift consigned herself to the dustbin of teen phenomena. Um, she's too young and dumb to understand the mistakes she made, and those surrounding her are addicted to cash and afraid to tell her no. But last night, Taylor should have auto-tuned just to save her career. Ultimately, um, we want our stars to be genuine without this credibility. Her time atop the charts is brief. Taylor Mm. Swift shortened her career last night, and since she says she calls all her own shots, she has to shoulder the blame. Yes, her dream came true, but the real test is longevity. Will Taylor Swift be duetting with the stars of the 2030s? Doubtful. (laughs) Um, She will. (laughs) She's getting close. I mean, it's it's like it's... (sighs) It's God. it's a. Uh, I, I didn't read the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty so rude. If you're looking at <laughs> my face when she was reading that, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, like the dustbin of other teen phenoms. Yeah, it's like cruel, and I think it's important to remember that as you talk about, as you look at how Taylor herself talked about this song, because right off the bat, she she does put it on this. She says. Um, 
when you do what I do, which is put yourself out there for yeah. a lot of people to say whatever they want, <laughs> there are a million different opinions from a million different people. I get it that not everyone is going to like what you do. And I get that no matter what, you're going to be criticized for something. But I also think there are different ways to criticize someone. There's constructive criticism, professional mm-hmm. criticism, and then there's just being mean. And there's a line that you cross when you just start to attack everything about a person. And there's one guy, man, who just crossed mm-hmm. the line over and over again of just being mean and just saying things that would ruin my day. Yes. And the hidden message was, I thought you got me because I'm sure she read that and was like, oh my gosh, she was young. She was probably, she probably knew she's, she didn't do her best. She's young and dumb. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, you know, she, I, she was, she was younger. She was still newer, even though this was like, you know, her second album, she was performing with Stevie Nicks and she knew she probably didn't do a great performance. So I'm sure she was so sensitive about it. And then having this like one guy who just like, blow her up like she was going to be like a one-hit wonder like oh my gosh no well and it's like you think about her out of the woods grammy performance and there's that clip of her talking to selena after and she's clearly like emotional about like missing a note or something which no one else noticed but she's always been insecure in uh, in like show performances like that because she knows there's like yeah she knows there are haters in the midst just waiting for her to fail And I think a lot (laughs) comes down to this moment where before this, Bob had been like, oh, wow, Taylor's so talented. Oh, these songs are so fun. And then it was just suddenly like, you know what? Her career is over. Like she destroyed it because she was too young and dumb to to try an auto-tune. And so now we all know the stinky truth that she can't sing a lick and like no one's going to follow her after this. Is he still around? Is he still like... Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. He had been asked... He was asked sort of afterwards, like a few years down the road, if, if he knew that Mean was about him. And she's, he's like, um, I don't know. How could it be? But then he's like, I guess I did lead the charge in saying she couldn't sing. <laughs> so I don't know if he learned a lesson there. But Taylor Sounds was like able to care. go around and uh, cathartically kind of talk about it. Because she talked about it a lot. Um, yeah. She didn't she throw his about, name out there. She was yeah, yeah, yeah. very much like how she is with every other per- uh, every other song. She's mm-hmm. she lets you know you know what it's about without being like this yeah. writer. Yeah, she said on Jay Leno. Oh, um, I actually wrote that song about a critic that kept giving me really bad reviews. And then there's like the scathing review that's kind of past constructive criticism and is more like I hate you territory. And she said after that interview, she said, I don't read any of my Google alerts anymore, which is <laughs> probably healthy. Someone yes. should have gotten her off those Google I alerts mean, earlier. If she reads them now, she has nothing yeah. to worry about because I get those Google alerts. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. Same thing, same thing, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. amazing. <laughs> but um, she said at one point, um, uh, she said yeah, some days I'm fine and I can just brush it off and go about my days. But some day, some days it absolutely levels me. Um, all I can do is continue to try to work hard every single day and feel everything. The whole idea of being criticized and the fact that that entered my life made for a song that I'm very proud of on the record called mean. So you can tell that writing mean, while not like traditionally, like the story itself doesn't feel like I was singing at the Grammys and this man made fun of me. Like it wasn't diaristic. But you could feel the catharsis of singing about like cruelty and bullying and feeling like someone's just mean at you for no reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just get to like, ah, why are yeah. you doing this? Just leave me alone. Yeah. There's like <laughs> one laugh. call out. There's like a call out at the very end when you're like, oh, okay, that's what it's about. Yeah. And then it, 
And then when you look at the, the music video, like you had said, it doesn't specifically call out the writer. You have these different yeah. um, montages of like a, a boy who's into theater, who's like a little more metrosexual, being bullied in the locker room by a bunch of these like jock teenagers. And then you yeah. have um, a girl who is working, Joey you know. King. Oh, oh yeah, no, Joe, no, Joe no. last one. And you have this girl who's working in a star, you know, like, like, you know, being like, hey, come into this fast food, being, you know, taunted by these rich girls. And then she goes into a room, you know, she's sad and she puts money into a college fund. And then you have, J- um, is it Joe, Joey King? Joey King. Joey King, you know, which Joey King's like version, like, her little scene in here is a little bit different because she's, she's wearing a dress much like the other girls, but it's in blue not pink and mm-hmm. then they like tease her because she's like a little bit different than than they are and then at the very end you, and you also have taylor who is like being tied up by like these like two guys who are you know way back so back in the day you know back in like, yeah. the, the damsel the distress yeah i'm like you know tied up and help me help me <laughs> like the silent film days and and then at the very very end you have you know taylor who she got she was i i'm going over myself Taylor's performing with the band. She gets kidnapped. She's in front of the the lovely train that's going to hit her. And at the very end, you see where everyone is at the end of their live. You have this guy who's a fashion designer who's like doing well. He's like, it's amazing. And then you have the girl who's at college. You, you, you see her working in the city and she has like a college degree. And then you see Taylor who's like on like Broadway performing in New York City. And then Joey King who is like watching her, which I'm – I'm not sure exactly what like, – can you can you tell me what Joey's scene represents because I'm confused. Just tying them together, I guess. Um, I don't I know. Like, I was like, oh, ta- she knows Taylor Swift. I would <laughs> I would probably brag about that too. Well, I think <laughs> so. it's the – I think it's showing the, the cycle of a song, right, where someone can hear it and feel safe oh, from their experience. And yeah, yes. and so okay. now she's – Okay. She that, knows what it is to be bullied, but now she has a song that makes her feel okay about having been bullied. Oh, see, this is why I like that you're here. Because I was just like, <laughs> cool, you know Taylor Swift and you can like sing along <laughs> to her song. Like, no one's going to hate you after that. But you have this yeah. like different view of everything. I'm, <laughs> I'm very like above the line. No. <laughs> I mean, what's interesting is, you know, Taylor Swift, suppose she wrote this song about having someone just like, oh really just grind her gears but then uh when she was nominated for this for a cma she said at the end like oh it's a song that i wrote on a really really bad day but it has produced so many happy days for me since Mm -hmm. and i think this is a song that she enjoys singing it's a song that feels like what she was trying to accomplish with me maybe where she wanted something that people could sing along (laughs) and feel good about themselves and i think this is just an excellent version of that sort of dream is penny a fan of me That's <laughs> i the guess question. i don't know if i've played it i should play it. i need to play every single taylor song so she finds one she likes more than me you're right <laughs> i was like she might like um, me she <laughs> might like that yeah but a lot of yeah a lot of it was really critically acclaimed it had a lot of positive reviews some people yeah. felt like the music video was a little simplistic some people felt like okay girlfriend like here you go playing the victim again yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Which I can see, I can see, except that this song isn't as like catty as some of the other like pointed, Mm -hmm. this is about Kanye West and clowns and this is about bad blood and Katie. Like this song is much more generalized. And so I think a little forgiveness is due 
that the music video is generalized that it feels like more less about her feeling like I am a bullied I am a victim here and more like let's just have a song we can sing about how annoying these dicks can be <laughs> yeah yep. and I and like yes the music video was simplistic but I thought it was kind of cute you know like if yeah. you watch it it's just very like it's very much like a school play-esque like yeah. with, all, with all of the the props like you're in junior high and I thought it was cute like yeah. uh, I, I thought it was simplistic and but in the best way possible, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, let's Shall get into we? it. Yes. I am reading this week. So let's get let's get this party started. This is mean verse one. You with your words like knives and swords and weapons that you use against me. You have knocked me off my feet again, got me feeling like I'm nothing. You with your voice like nails on a chalkboard, calling me out when I'm wounded, you picking on the weaker man. Well, he can take me down with just one single blow. But don't you know, don't you know, don't you know? And we'll go to the chorus after but we you don't know what you don't know. Oh, but but you don't know <laughs> what you don't know. And I don't know how yeah. to read. That's what I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I like this. I, I think I, it, this song is really just like effortlessly catchy. And you oh, just, yeah. you're you, doing a little With your bounce. words like knives. Yeah, like I can <laughs> sing this and not feel like I need t- Okay, I'm not saying she's not talented. I can sing this for karaoke and be like screaming it and not really care how I sound because it's like yeah. such a fun, catchy song. I really yeah. like it. And I think, you know, it is, it's nice to think of her having this, like, she was already at this low where she'd had this horrible performance where everyone was talking trash about it mm-hmm. uh, with one of her idols singing songs that she's meant to know and do well, mm-hmm. knowing she's at her lowest and then seeing reviews that are like, wow, she's a talentless hack who's never going to be good. Like she mm-hmm. just threw her career in the dustbin. Like, sorry, you're so young and dumb. Like that's, that is a sting. That is a that knife is. to the gut. <laughs> Twenty years and, old. <laughs> yeah. And so this you knocked me off my feet again, got me feeling like I'm nothing, calling me out when I'm wounded, picking on the weaker man. Like obviously from today's perspective, we can be like, Taylor, you're a superstar. You're not the weaker man. You're punching down now. Yeah. But at the time writing this, it's like, geez, I already know I don't think I did good there, good sir. Like yeah. I don't think that was a strong performance either. But like yeesh like why are you coming for my throat like that i keep on saying she's 20 but she was more like 18 or 19 which oh my gosh like when i was 18 or 19 this would have like crushed my soul yeah i would have it would have it would just driven me out of the room and i wouldn't have yeah grace the stage again but (laughs) that's me well yeah because like whoever said sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me that's like uh, no lies words hurt so hard like i still remember things that someone said flippantly that i'm like uh, and now it's yes. like a deep-seated insecurity of mine, right? Like we all have these things where it's like, I'm sorry if that was me. I did a lot of flippant things. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I mean, it's just like we we expect our celebrities, our uh, uh, powers that be, to be like above, above, like whatever anyone wants to say about them. They're in their towers of gold and glass. So how can they be sad about it? But it's like uh, words hurt, and like reading like. Oh, you just, <laughs> you're young and dumb and you threw your life in the dustbin with other yes. teen phenoms. Ouch. That's a yeah. slap in the face. Yeah. It's got a sting. Even if you have just won a, a, a Grammy for your album, even if you have like been succeeding on your tours, like even if you're at your peak, if someone's like, well, you just screwed the pooch on that one. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, did I like what yeah, oh yeah. my gosh and, yeah and like and it wasn't like someone she wouldn't hear about it wasn't like you and I were talking like oh Taylor she's not good like it was like yeah. someone who had like a platform and I'm sure based off of that 
article or that statement, people were writing articles based off of what he was saying. And yeah. so it was just like twirling around in front of her. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And I like this idea of it. You know, she's layering these like hits. It's just like boom, 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 boom. Mm. Ouch, 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 ouch. And then she's like, but you don't know what you don't know. And I think that's yes. like such a good refrain because it's like, it's the truth for all of us, right? Like uh-huh. not to get super cheesy, but it's like, you know, he can't predict the future. He can't say, oh, you're not going to be performing in 10 years. You're over. You're done. Your career's yeah. over. It's like, that's it's so empowering of her hidden message being like, um, I thought you got me. Because she's like, yeah. no, wait, I don't have to give power to what you said. I can just mm-hmm. try and see what happens. And like, you don't know what you don't know. Like, we don't know yeah. the future. And she's like, because I know. And she goes into the chorus yeah. that, you know, someday I'll be living in a big old city and all you're ever going to be is mean. Someday I'll be big enough so you can't hit me. And all you're ever going to be is going to be, ah, and all you're ever going to be is mean. Why you got to be so mean. Like, oh, yeah. That's the chorus. And then, <laughs> and I love the chorus, chorus though. It's like, someday I'll be living in a big old city. And all you're <laughs> ever going to be is mean. I love it. It's just like, yeah. Catch, I, you need to show this to Penny because I think Penny will be like, I think this Actually, will like, surpass um, it. Yeah, when we were waiting to go in for the 1999, um, like, announcement, we were in this, like, hotel, like, conference room, like, all uh-huh. the 89 of us in Taylor Nation, and they were just like, oh, well, let's do a sing-along, like, just, <laughs> let's do a sing-along really quick, and we started singing this song, which hasn't always been my favorite, because I'm not, like, in the country, but yeah. it was, like, everyone's just, like, clapping, and then they would do the Taylor Lean, where you just, like dip into that mean at the end Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's such a fun it's just such a fun energy it's like yeah (laughs) it is you just have to like (laughs) remind yourself yeah it's gonna be okay yeah and and especially like around that time and you know a lot of her fans were younger I was younger and they're going through like elementary they're going through like all these different stages where kids are so mean and whereas, you know, even being me as like a 20 year old or 22 year old when she released this, like I was still like going through phases where I was like, dang, that girl's me. Yeah. Like, and so any, any phase, but I love it that like, you know, they, they could just put this on and kind of be like, okay, yeah. one day this is going to be over. I'm going to yeah. be where I want to be and you're just going to be some like, you're just going to be a loser. Bar. Yes. <laughs> <exactly. gonna> <laughs> but I like it. Um, and then she goes into verse two, you with your switching sides and your wildfire fire lies and your humiliation, you have pointed out my flaws again, as if I don't already see them. I walk with my head down low, trying to block you out because I'll never impress you. I just want to feel okay again. I bet you got pushed around. Somebody made you cold, but the cycle ends right now because you lead me because you can't lead me down that road and you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like, it would have been easy. And she's proven that she's capable of Mm -hmm. sitting in her feelings and writing a sad song, sitting in her feelings, writing a reflective song, sitting in her feelings and writing a sad ballad where we all just like feel each, each painful paper cut. Mm -hmm. But here she's like, I'm just going to turn it on its head and I'm going to have a good time writing this song about how someone's trying to hold me down. But like, what power does does he actually have over me? Yeah, and I think yeah. that's such a, that's such a interesting and like healthy reaction where it's like, you can have your like, you know, you're doing all this stuff to me and you're trying to drag me out and like, whatever, but 
yeah, I don't like want to feel like that. I'm going to yeah, feel like, like a pep in my step. I can't get it you. up on the seat and I'm going to bounce around and have a good time. Yeah. Cause the person just being mean, like sometimes, you know, like you, it's like what your mom says. It's like, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. <laughs> yeah. And like Taylor had said in the statement about mean, like sometimes constru- constructive criticism can be taken like, oof, like that, that's a, that's a blow. But sometimes constructive criticism can help you and it yeah. might not be nice, but it can help really like form you and, and help you grow. But if you're just going to be mean and not, and, and not even like contribute anything to society, then it's just, it's just weird. And like, and you, like you had said too, he, he used to, did he used to like praise her? Yeah. Okay. Cause I love how it's like, cause I was wondering, I'm like, who like with your switching sides, like, what does that mean? And it kind of makes sense now that you say yeah. that. Like he used to write good things about her, and now he's like, "Oh, sh- down the drain, one performance, over. bye." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I think the it, it's just like potent imagery where it's like these wildfire lies. Like you yeah. say one thing, and suddenly everyone's talking about it. Everyone thinks like I'm over. Everyone thinks I can't sing. That's just going to be my legacy now. You're humiliating me for humiliation's mm-hmm. sake. Like I already know I did a bad job. Like you're not, yeah. you're not reinventing the wheel here. You're not saying something that we don't all acknowledge, but like, why do you have to say it so cruelly? Why do mm-hmm. you have to say it so loudly? Mm-hmm. And like, why can't you recognize the further harm you're causing? Which, yeah, we can like argue all day about like, well, well, Taylor just needs to get a tougher shell. And like we know from Miss Americana that especially during this time, she felt the need to prove everyone wrong and to do it in the nicest way possible and Mm -hmm. like to be respectful, to be polite, to be a good girl. And and I think that whole speech she gives in that documentary is really interesting as a woman who grew up sort of with the same like circumstances where you're just Mm like okay I'm just gonna like keep it bottled in and just like do my work and one day they'll respect me for it and it's interesting to see her career and how that you know to this day continues to not always work and this song feels like a little lightning in a bottle moment where she's like okay I'm gonna like keep working hard I'm gonna I'm gonna take vocal lessons now that you said this I'm gonna try my best to put on good performances from this day forward because I don't want to face this humiliation again but I am going to take this moment and I'm going to sing about how you, (laughs) how it's your bad that you made me feel this way. And I'm not going to let you like hold me back. And she has every right to do it. Every right to do that. Yeah. You know, I feel like there could have been like a more like constructive way to be like, Oh, this might not be her best performance, but you know, Swift would, you know, do well to learn from this moment. Yeah. Going forward. Like they're just like, there could have been so much like a better way because like, yes, she did do vocal lessons. Yes. She did strive to be better, but it was like a different motivation for her, which is sad. It was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to show this man that I, I can do it instead of being right. like, Oh, like that's great. That's such a, such a great right. uh, like comment. I'm going to do better, but it's not going to like taint her. But you know, it, that's such a life. We yeah. can't really be protected from, <laughs> yeah. you know, someone's mean comments. People are going to be cruel, irrational. I'm sure you and I yeah. in the past, maybe even in the future, we're going to be cruel and irrational without even thinking oh, that yeah. that's what it was. So, yeah, you know. Well, and it's so- like, I love, I love a petty Taylor. I love yes. Taylor tweeting like, I wrote this tweet by myself, you dick. Like, I, you. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. petty Taylor. There's a part of me that always loves the mess. And I yes. really enjoy this song because, yes, it's empowering. It's fun. But part of that fun is because you get to sing 
that this guy's a loser and I hate him and he's never going to be anything. (laughs) And there's something really human about that. And she was a teenager writing this song and she is singing like, oh, I'm not going to be mean, but I bet you got pushed around, didn't you? Yes, yes. (laughs) I bet someone made you a dick, didn't they? Because Mm -hmm. you are an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny because she's like... (laughs) It's funny because she's the she's cycle like, the ends cycle right ends. now. Yeah, she's like, like oh, song, it's over. <laughs> but the song, song's kind of mean towards him. So it's kind of yeah. like... It's she's like, like <laughs> she's skipping down the road with her pigtails and her like bucket of strawberries. But then at that bridge, she comes in with a knife and she's like, oh, yeah. I got you here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go into the bridge. So for, um, the chorus is first and I'll go right into the bridge after that. Um, someday I'll be living in a big old city and all you're ever going to be is mean. Someday I'll be big enough so you can't hit me and all you're ever going to be is mean. <laughs> Why you got to be so mean? And Bridge, where she's hitting him. And I can see you years from now in a bar talking over a football game with that big same loud opinion, but nobody's listening. Washed up and ranting about the same old bitter things. <laughs> Drunk and rumbling on about how I can't sing. Boom. There you go. He's yes. a washed up writer. I don't even, what was his name? I want to see. Bob. Bob? Bob Leffitz or something. Leff. Okay, there. Oh, apparently he has a podcast. Oh, of course. He's a um, man. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, like he, I guess he still has a career, but his podcast, 273 ratings. Nice. So that is, that's not a lot of ratings for a podcast. Like I don't. We, Ashley said, "You know what? It's time for us to be mean." <laughs> we might have the same amount of ratings, but we don't have the the platform that he does. He doesn't have. He doesn't have like. Well, but anyways, the him. best part of the bridge. Sorry, I just had to be mean. Hey, God. Best part. Oh, I mean, the best part of the bridge is you—you you forgot it. All you are is mean and a liar and oh. pathetic and oh. alone in life and mean and mean and mean and mean. I didn't forget and- it. I just didn't, <laughs> didn't realize that was the part of the bridge. <laughs> it's the—it's the most vindictive. It's the—it just feel fills you with uh, that like little secret I, sauce. Of- this is my favorite part. Like, and a liar. And yeah, pathetic, exactly. And alone in life, and mean. <laughs> like it's like, like when that comes on, I'm so glad that, that like you said I forgot it because I did forget it. But it's like <laughs> a punch. I'm like 35 yes. years old, and I'm still like, all you are is mean. And I love yeah. like, how she's with that, but liar, pathetic, and alone life. It's like these, like you said, punches. Yeah, it's pretty cruel. It, <sighs> it's pretty mean. I mean, she's returning blow for blow um which i think is you know there's space in our life we 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 just have to accept that that's human nature right we just gotta feel it out and and i think you see iterations of this turning into shake it off you see it turning into bad blood and you see her processing these sort of human emotions in different ways through later songs but there's something so like charming about this and maybe it's the old school vibe the country vibe the fact that she waters it down to kind of be general enough about anyone we're having a bad day with but I just I love this refrain where she's like you're just this loser and I'm gonna paint you it's like how writers feel like they can cast their school bullies in like the worst (laughs) ways in their books like where if Joe Young was like mean to them in elementary school suddenly Joe Young is like a murderous little zit covered like Mm -hmm. flatulent loser and they get to take 
they get to finally take the power back in that moment because they had no power when they were being bullied. And that's yeah. kind of what it feels like here where Taylor just makes up this daydream where is a is a music critic ever going to be like talking over a football game in a bar? Like, no, but she's mm. just painting a picture yep. that allows her a moment of joy and reprieve from feeling like broken by him. She's like, you know what? The universe karma gets you yep. and you will end up unhappy somehow. And this Remember- is what I'm giving you now. <laughs> Um, one thing I like is that, you know, this is such a country twangy song that it really yeah. touches when she says, a liar, empathetic, and alone life. Like, if it wasn't twangy, I don't know if I would have been like, yeah, yeah. Like, the way <laughs> she sings it, the way it's produced, like, I love how twangy it is. Like, that guy did say that was, like, the most country song that they wrote together. Like, the fact that it's so country, it's just, like, puts you back into that mood, too. Because I'm, mm-hmm. to, I'm trying to, like – Imagine this, like in the message in a bottle esque <laughs> pop song. Like, oh, I'm so glad we <laughs> subbed Country Taylor during this. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> of course. I mean, I think, you know, she's gone on to play this, play this again in like tours and stuff. And I think yeah. you can see how she, there's just something so effusive about it where you just kind of, you're just excited to sing it and you get to be petty and yeah. vindicated and enthusiastic and empowered by just you know tearing someone down a little bit yes. just a little bit and what's so bit. and what's so great about it is like you know we get into the refrain but someday i'll be living in a big old city and all you're ever going to be is mean yeah and the chorus that leads you out someday i'll be big enough so you can't hit me and all you're ever going to be is mean why you got to oh be so God, mean so someday i'll be living in a big old city why you got to be so mean all you're ever going to be is mean why you got to be so mean someday i'll be big enough so you can't hit me why you got to be so mean and all you're ever going to be is mean why you got to be so mean like it's just kind of like she did live in a big old city and she is one of the greatest superstars like of our <laughs> like of our time and it's just amazing because she's like hey i'm gonna show you yeah i'm gonna be better i'm gonna be like one of the biggest superstars in the world and like she is like she just put it out there in the universe and it all came true and it's kind of like oh yes. who's bob, bob who like, yeah. i don't know who bob is he has 253 <laughs> ratings okay cool yeah i mean y- you know it, it might not be healthy to like print out a a bad review and frame it on your wall and just look at it every morning and stew yeah. over what he's gonna get but I think to be reminded of that moment in your life and be like, someone said I was over, but like, look at what I've accomplished since then. Like Mm -hmm. I only got better. I only got stronger. I only got like more credibility, credence, whatever it is. And no matter like the stumbling blocks along the way or the motivations for getting there, like, geez, it's got to feel good to be told, oh, you're just, you're just young and dumb and you're going to end up in the dustpan of other has-beens. And to see like, oh, wait a minute, good sir. Like, look at this. Yeah. So I love Taylor as a prophetess. I really do. I do too. I do too. And I'm just so glad that she didn't let that, that one thing just kind of like tear her down and make her a two hit wonder, you know, like, yeah. Oh, (laughs) Grammy winning. Yeah. Yeah. Three albums. Yeah. Having hit wonder, but yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm glad that she's like, um, put out this. (laughs) So should we get into these questions? What do you think is the the most Taylor Swift line in this song, the Taylor of it all. What do I think? This is where I'm kind of like, okay. Um, let me, why don't you go first? Hold on. I'm still cruising. Yeah. I feel like, you know, like to your point, I don't think this is like the most well-written Taylor song, but I think it serves its purpose. Hey, I did not say that. Okay. I did not say <laughs> I that. I think it was implied somewhere. That. But, um, I liked the line, um, oh, where'd it go? Uh, 
you have pointed out my flaws again as if I don't already already see them because I feel like that's like Taylor's sort of bread and butter where she tries to like you know shake it off she's like I'm above your criticisms but then Mm -hmm. actually she's still like reeling from it and I think yeah I think that's just like her admitting a little bit of her humanity where she's like hi guys like let's just take a pause here I know I'm not perfect and like Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to like pretend I am so like I don't need you guys to ride yeah. my ass this hard to make me feel bad about something I already feel bad about. <laughs> I love it. Um, mine is going to be very simplistic and it's more just because I like to sing it, but I love the all yours mean and a liar, yeah. empathetic That's and great. alone in life and mean, 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 mean. Cause it just kind of like, it puts you back in that old Taylor state of, oh, of so mind and it just, it's petty and it's country. And it's just like, like you said, that one, two punch, like boom, 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 boom. Like <laughs> it's, I love it. Like everything she's feeling, she's like, you're a liar. You're pathetic. You're going to be alone in life. And I'm going to be like, I just, I love that. And it's, I know it's just very like Taylor Swift circa 2010 for me. And I'm oh, here yeah. for it. It's here like for the it. precursor to better than revenge. It's like, yes, <laughs> I'm going to dial yep. it back to a mature degree here, <laughs> but I think you're trash. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, okay, what about the Easter egg? I mean, the Easter egg is going to be drunk and rumbling about how I can't sing because that's yeah. basically telling you like, oh, yeah, see, like I you're getting called out. Sing. I'm not saying your name, but it's yes. a universal song, but there you go. I love it. Yeah. I really do. I think it's so fun and to just picture this man desperate for anyone to listen to and that he's just like trolling through like football <laughs> watching bars like trying to talk about taylor allison swift it's like dude find your audience somewhere else but i do like that i think it's a fun nod mm, okay like so final grade um okay i have to combine my love for it and i, I it's a very simplistic song if, if yeah. that's what me if that's what you mean by me saying it's a not well written song um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very simplistic which i love but i have to give it an a minus because uh, like it's the mood it puts me in. I'm like, hey, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I don't care if it's. I mean, it's simplistic, and so was message in a bottle. But it just gives me different feelings and different vibes. Yeah, well, it's a so. different vibe for sure. A-. I'd give it a B. I think a B. it's it's like a it's a really strong song of hers yeah. because the energy, the feel, mm-hmm. um, the uh, let's say the endlessly upbeatness of it. Um, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I think it's a good one on her repertoire. I love it. It's so good. And of course we know it's always going to be making tour in one way or another. So we don't need to ask that. Like, I feel like it's going to be mashed up in like future tours. Maybe not the next one, but maybe. Was it in reputation? Um, Or 1989? It might have been like a surprise song. I mean, I feel like she did do it. Red, she did, I think. I think she did like as like a a B song or B stage. Like, I feel like it has it has room to be there in yeah. not every single performance, but like on a B stage performance, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to be a song that she still pulls out mm-hmm. every now and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So conspiracy theory. Have you heard the, we talked about it. Someone sent me, sent us this link on Instagram and it was kind of the same week that we had talked about like, what what albums are we most excited for going forward? Um, vault songs, and we had talked about 1989, and and um, the the that gap between 1989 and Reputation. You know, there were like these. 
things that happened in Taylor Swift's life that she would have written about if it wasn't for her being canceled, right? Mm-hmm. And I had said that I am most excited to hear, like, hopefully, I was like, well, maybe we'll get on reputation a B, a, a B track because there was all these rumors that there was going to be A track and B track, like a light and and dark side because there was those songs that we didn't get during those those couple of years that she kind of went off her every two years. I'm going to create an mm-hmm. album. And so, like, someone put it out in the universe that Taylor is going to be releasing a vaulted album mm. and it's nothing and this is not from any reliable source it's from a tw- uh, tiktok account have you heard of this uh yeah just that there will be okay. that. yeah kind of describe what she was saying if i can let me see if i can find it i put a link to it um two, there's like 1989 that's in two different colors and there's karma that's in two different colors and then there's all the albums and people are like oh my gosh like right. why is why are there two two karmas in two different colors? Is that because Taylor Swift wanted to release Karma before 1989 and that was going to be a bunch of more dirt about um, Kimye? <laughs> and then in and then they then she pointed out she does it more interesting than I do, you guys. But no, she pointed no. out that in Look What You Made Me Do, she was like, and uh, you know, like what is it? What, what's the Look What You Made Me Do? Um, karma is going to come around. I forget what, what exactly, but she talked, she specifically All I think about karma. is karma. All mm-hmm. I think about is karma. And then they were talking about like all of the colors in Look What You Made Me Do that she goes to, team, I'll be quiet, um, represents <laughs> her albums, but there's an orange one. There's an orange one that right. we're like, where does orange come from? And that's when Taylor and Look What You Made Me Do music video is in that cage. And so they're like, oh, this right. is a – and it, it, it's, a, it's a cage. She can't release this album. And then it goes straight to a vault, you know, where she's, like, taking all the money out of the vault. And so people are like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a vaulted <laughs> album called Karma, which I'm – like, I'm not sure. There's she's a lot thinking, of layers to – There's a lot pre, of layers to it. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm more along the lines of, like, oh, Karma from the music video of the man, not Karma from Look What You Made Me Do – like the the cage vault, right. her going into the vault because right then and there she didn't necessarily know she was gonna be release, releasing vaulted songs. But right, what are, I, if I made sense? No, yeah, I totally. don't know if I did. I mean, yeah, no. Your the argument is, and it's been trolling around, is that there's an album called Karma that was supposed to come out, but then Kimmy happened. She went under the radar, fell in love, wrote Reputation instead. Um, I I don't buy it because I'm kind of like karma yeah. and reputation are kind of like give me the same vibes and same feels. Yeah. Like she's right. still I I would have suggested I would have expected more of a because it was Kim Ye that made her disappear and then she wrote Reputation. Like I would have thought of more of like a 1989-esque album because when she was writing in between that eras, it's like, oh, she was with Calvin. Right. And, you know, she it would have been more of a different vibe and different feel. Yeah, I think we forget how little time there actually was between yes. her fallout and her comeback where yes. it was summer 2016 and then she was twe- teasing reputation in 2017. Yeah. Like summer, right? Yeah. So we needed the 2014 to 2016 yeah. Taylor songs. Yeah. And those Which didn't feel like Kimye. karma. Yeah. No, and, no, 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 no. And it could have been like it could have been there was a song karma. It could have been that she had a lot of songs that she felt like she could have written in that 2016 yeah. stint where she's like, I hate these bitches and here's yeah. reasons one through 27. 
But I don't think she'd release those songs now. No, I think those I, would remain vaulted. I don't either. And I, what I want is the 2014 to 2016 yeah. trailer. Like, I want that. <laughs> I want this Calvin Harris tea, yes. the, the Carly Kloss mm-hmm. tea, the BFF uh, squad goals tea. More Not even tea, but just like stand. the energy yes. of what was happening there. But even at the time, she said she wasn't writing that much. Probably because yeah. he wasn't that inspiring. But she probably um, had some kind of some yeah, songs. Yeah, I'm sure. And yeah. do I think she would have, she could whip out enough ideas to do like a 12 track bonus oh, yeah. list? Sure. Yes. But I think it's like, I think the idea of her having scrapped an entire album and that it happened to be called Karma just seems like too many things that would need to have lined up for her to have planned that far in advance. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, obviously she had like code names for albums before. And I think Karma could have just been a code name for reputation where Woodvale was a code name for folklore. And it wasn't, it didn't turn out to be a third album. It just turned out to be a code name that she uses when she's talking about the album with the people she's working with. And like, listen, if she wants to release Karma and she wants it to be like... Oh, I'd welcome it. I mean, yeah, give it, give it to me. But I'm more of like, a, I'm going squ- to squash your guys' hopes and fears. Well, yeah. not fears, hopes and dreams. Yeah. So I mean, the Karma in the, the man music video is provocative. Yes. But I think it it's kind of the reach of like, oh, this is the cage. Because everyone's tied the cage to like, oh, Scott Bruschetta. Oh, like Big Machine. Like, there's been a lot of... In symbolism around the cage already and around the vault already that it's sort of like well do we really think that she made a music video under this label knowing that she would do the re-recordings and that she'd release karma at some point like i don't know that seems like a lot <laughs> yeah i agree with you there and that's that is our conspiracy corner and i yeah. think <laughs> agrees with you too so you guys can find us um on instagram and on twitter instagram Swiftish Podcast on Twitter, Swiftish Pod 13. You can email us. You can talk to us. You can, if you want to join our Patreon and help us support us, you know, that helps us, um, you know, pay for a platform and to get to you guys more quicker. You guys can always go on Apple Podcasts and rate us. It helps people find us. Um, and Spotify lets you leave stars yes. now, too star us on Spotify, you guys. And, you know, we do like you. We love you. My baby's going to be coming any day now. So will this be the yes. last episode? <laughs> I'm not sure, but we'll have else? to do like never grow up or something. As yes. I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that. But take it away, Shelby. <laughs> yes. Um, until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, you did it. You're living <sighs> in a big old city. Proud of you. Uh, happy for you. Happy for us, too.